You're listening to Early Presidency Explained, where we take you through the lives and minds of the first five presidents. Good day, good day. Today we have Thomas Thomas Jefferson here on our podcast. And Thomas Jefferson, for those of you who don't know, Thomas Jefferson was born on April 13, 1743 in Virginia. He studied at the College of William and read the law for five years. His first political work that deserved praise was a 1774 draft of directions for Virginia's delegation to the First Continental Congress. Two years later, he became the primary draftsman of the Declaration of Independence. In 1784, he re-entered public service as a trade commissioner and then as Benjamin Franklin's successor as U.S. minister. In 1790, he agreed to be the first Secretary of State in the administration of the first President, George Washington. Thomas Jefferson ran for president but lost in the second presidential election to John Adams. When he ran for president again, he won and became the third president of the U.S. And we have George Washington, or Thomas Jefferson today here on the show with us. Would you, so, mind, would you mind saying hello to our viewers? Hello, viewers. How are you doing today? And I really like that background sketch of mine. All right. So... Let's get let's get to it. So we brought you here to kind of question you on your pre- presidency, what your thoughts was. You know, they say hindsight is twenty twenty, and so I just wanted to bring you here with us to reflect on your presidency and kind of just have a conversation about it. Yeah. So first off, so. How did you plan on trading with France and England without getting involved in their conflicts? Trade is like directly correlated to your, I guess, alliance or how you feel towards exactly. that country. So it's and like so, you're saying you want to be friends with them both, but they hate each other. And so they're like, <laughs> you're my friend or you're my friend. It's like that. They're fighting over you. I see. Mr. Jefferson, well, so I just wanted to trade with them. them since I believed at that time that if I traded with both of them, it would still be considered neutral and not necessarily mm. me favoring only one person and me favoring or, or like me favoring only England or me favoring only France. But wasn't it kind of uh, didn't they express that mutual trade was regarded as an act of war? Well, that was expressed, but like. I I only understood that after I experienced it. Yeah, I can I can kind of see Jefferson's thought process here. Let's go back to the analogy of the two friends, right? No, I want you, I want you, and then uh, Jefferson says, "I'll play with you both," right? And then but they don't they like that. Yeah, they don't like that because it seemed logical at the time, but they don't like it because hey, you're playing with the other guy too. That doesn't help. Yeah. Right. And so I I can see that. Also, I had I had another question. Yes. You you seem to be a little bit of a wine aficionado. Oh yes, I really love wine, and I'm very knowledgeable. <laughs> <laughs> see. So, I mean, where did that? 
kind of love come from? Where did you get interested in? I really don't remember since it was somewhere from my childhood. That's all I remember. Your childhood? Okay. Getting caught up with all the president stuff. I only focused on president stuff and forgot pretty much a lot about my childhood. Like, was underage drinking allowed in uh, the 1700s? I'm not pretty sure about that. But if it wasn't I allowed, I would so. still drink. Okay. <laughs> cool. I really want to thank you so much for um, introducing ice cream and mac and cheese. Like, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, okay. I'd like to ask, how does ice cream mm-hmm. and mac and cheese taste for you guys? Ah, very good. Very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Back to the serious stuff. Yes. Uh, so, so you, um, your domestic policy was you had many issues with uh federalists why did you like like necessarily like have issues with federalists like why did you not like them i mean you both wanted uh freedom for america that both is because i was the other party i was both have the highest form of patriotism why don't you like the federalists yeah i'll answer that question right now that was because i was part of the republicans the federalists were all rich people i was part of the poor people so it only makes sense for the poor people to not like the rich people. How? But America, because I America the was based that all men are created equal. Like, didn't you write something like that? Well, yeah, we fight about that. Okay. The, the Federalists, whatever they created. But weren't you the one who wrote that? See. <clears throat> so... I understand. Yes. Never mind. I understand. Yes. Okay. So you were saying about how you replaced most of the government officials with Democratic Republicans. So what was your thought process there? Because it certainly didn't seem worth it to us, but it might have seemed worth it to you. So well, what was going through your head? At the beginning, mm-hmm. you see the Federalist ruled the courts in some way or another and at first i really couldn't like replace the courts and, like everything with like the republicans and all that so this is what i decided to do mm. in response to the federalists controlling the courts so okay. i like tried to replace the court officers with republicans in response for them controlling the justices and like the mm. court itself yeah Okay, last question before we kind of have everything we need, really, is what was your approach to the Barbary Wars? Mm-hmm. Well, I really don't like them. Naturally. Solid approach. Please. Solid approach. Of course you wouldn't like them because they're harassing our ships. And I so you, guys you did <laughs> you did strengthen the army ironically as you opposed Hamilton and George Washington and Adams from doing that because it would strengthen the power of the central government. Yes. Why, now why were you so opposed so, to the central government? It Is reminded me of British monarchy. monarchy. It reminded me of British monarchy, of course. Oh, I completely understood. Yeah. Yeah, solid answer. All right, so Mr. Jefferson, if you don't have anything else to say to our viewers, 
we're going to have to end there. And so thank you. Thank for... you so much for being here. Thank you for listening to this episode of Early A Presidency Explained. We hope you enjoyed and keep clicking to see more. Thank you for listening to this episode of Early Presidency Explained. This episode was made possible by Jay Stampath, Mahir Thakrabi, Jay Beatra, Rithika Latsakani, and Zakir Matadi. We pulled research from history.state.gov, Great Courses Daily, the Monticello, and the Miller Center.